Welcome to Write My Romance, where I take audience prompts to write and record custom romance short stories every month. Whether you're looking for but can't quite find that perfect combination of elements in a story, or you just want to binge some good romance shorts, then this is the place for you. Strap in. Today, I'm releasing part one of Faking It, a romance prompt about dating apps, hookups, deep chemistry, fiery first dates, perfect connections, and humor. If you're interested in hearing the second half of this short, please let me know by subscribing to my content, leaving a review, or sending me a message. If you really enjoyed this and want to have a short constructed from your own ideal elements, then send me an email at writemyromancepodcast at gmail.com and I'll send you my Write My Romance form. Each month, a lucky audience member will have their very own story written, recorded, and released for your listening pleasures. Thank you for being here, and I hope this story stirs something in you. Faking It A Write My Romance Short Story Part 1 Dick Pics But I like dick pics, Candace whined to her sister Gloria in her signature mocking, whiny baby voice. There was something about the pointedness of the message that thrilled her, not to mention the efficiency of it all. Candace, a cured hopeless romantic, reformed serial monogamist, and all-around busy lady, trademark, had been happily resigned to single life for three years now. After yet another failed long-term relationship, one that didn't end in marriage and children, Candace redirected all of the energy she had wasted on building a relationship and built a lucrative and rewarding career as a home organizational guru instead. She didn't have the time optimism, or admittedly the energy for love anymore. But she did have an aching and distracting void that left her feeling unsettled, agitated, and on edge. There had been cracks forming in Candace's perfectly glazed facade for some time now. And thankfully, Gloria subtly recommended how a little caulking could patch her right up. Candace knew that Gloria never understood her complete 180 on love and relationships. But Gloria did seem to understand that sex, on the other hand, can't be given up cold turkey without at least a few undesirable side effects. And if Candace didn't get some soon, there would be hell to pay. So after yet another unreasonable meltdown over the barista not foaming her milk just right, Gloria had coyly suggested to her sister, you know, Candace, there's an app for that. At the time, Candace was a little embarrassed she hadn't thought of it first. After all, just because she wasn't interested in love at all didn't mean that she didn't miss being in the company of a man. Tinder could be beneficial to her. In fact, wasn't it well-known, notorious even, for producing exactly the kind of results she was looking for? Truth be told, Candace wasn't a positive why she hadn't considered it yet. 
not to mention being a little embarrassed that her agitation had been so transparent to those around her. Candace considered herself nothing if not action-oriented, and not being one to turn away from conflict or a challenge, immediately took to the task at hand and begged Gloria for girls' night to craft the best Tinder profile they could muster. Wine in hand, both women were now laying across Candace's deep-seated, luxurious cream sectional and giggling over the best way to present Candace to potential suitors. Although her sister was a marketing expert, Candace was flabbergasted at how utterly wrong she was branding her in her Tinder profile. Fun and flirty home organization professional didn't scream, fuck me, fuck me now, to Candace. Listen, just put, I only want sex as the tagline and get it over with already. And yes, I do love dick pics and I don't want to hear about it anymore, Gloria interjected. But Candace, they're so tacky and nasty. You don't want someone to think that you're... Candace overrode her sister's comments. She was annoyed at the image perpetuated in the media and, worst of all, by her favorite female comics, that dick pics were disturbed and universally despised by women everywhere. She continued, In fact, Gloria, I crave dick pics. What I wouldn't give for a handsome dick to slide into my DMs right this very second. There's no monkeying around, Gloria. A dick pic can reveal so much beyond just the size and shape and general curvature, you know? It tells me he's in it for the same reasons I am. It tells me he's not afraid of sex and will probably make the first move. And last but certainly not least, Gloria, it reveals his artistic integrity. Gloria looked fully engrossed in Candace's rant and bemused and disturbed all at once. This was Candace's favorite mix of emotions to elicit in her sister, so she couldn't stop now. Let me tell you this, sister. If I see even the most remarkable appendage aligned next to a men's Pantene Pro V 2-in-1 bottle for scale, encrusted with white-green soap scum, no less... I won't be bothered to waste my time. I've learned more from dick pics in my day than I ever have from asking a man. So, where are you from, honey? How's your relationship with your mother? Candace trailed off in her mocking tone to cackles and giggles from her sister. Fine, have it your way, Gloria resigned. I'll just put fun, flirty professional. Here for a good time only. Dick pics welcomed. Dick pics encouraged, Gloria, encouraged. Candace loves spending this quality time with her sister. But as fun as it was, she had to admit this was a new and strange and scary process to her. Candace loved sex and was generally quite free and easy with it all, but only within her previous very monogamous relationships. She'd never had a one-night stand. She'd never made a move on a stranger. She'd never navigated the world of Tinder, selected a match, and went from fun, flirty, professional organizer to fuck me, fuck me now, all in one night. How is she going to do this? How does one just hook up? 
Did she even need to bother with dinner and a movie, or was it unnecessarily just fluff? Could she just ask someone hot to come over and move it right to the bedroom? How does it work, she wondered. And how will we generate enough chemistry without all of the fluff prior to make it worth my while? To be honest, despite all the dick pic hijinks, Candace was fairly certain that deep down, she wanted something so forward from a man, primarily as a mechanism to ensure that her date would lead the way, so to speak, on this topic, preferably right into the bedroom. Gloria? Candace whispered with a hint of vulnerability. Yes? Uh, can you please load that heavily filtered pic of me from your wedding as the main image? I look really hot in it. It was true. Candace did look stunning in the picture, and not because it was filtered. She was a natural olive skin tone beauty with almond-shaped hazel eyes, long buttery blonde hair, and she definitely didn't look 38. And though she may be cute, she definitely wasn't ready to start admitting her deepest vulnerabilities and insecurities about sex to anyone, especially her sister. Her strong, confident, and goofy manner took hold, and she just had to work it out on her own. Part 1, Chapter 2 Ding, ding, ding. It didn't take long after Gloria left and Candace's profile was published for Candace to start getting matches. While the first two connections with Joe A. and Nicholas B. gave her a surge of adrenaline she hadn't felt in quite some time, her hopes were almost immediately dashed as she was begrudgingly weaved through rote conversation with both men. While they were physically attractive and certainly both just interested in a hookup, Candace suddenly felt meh about the whole thing and signed off. Wasn't this exactly what she wanted? Click, click, chat, chat, bada bing, bada boom? She just didn't care to talk to these random people. And she also didn't feel like she could randomly hook up with an absolute stranger and have it hit the spot. Feeling suddenly quite hopeless that her quick and easy big idea to fill the void might not pan out, she shut the app rather unceremoniously and called it a night. The next morning, with her expectations unusually low, Candace opened the app to tell Joe and Nick that they unfortunately hadn't hit the jackpot and this would be the end of their quote-unquote conversing, and saw something that piqued her interest. It was a message from a, how do you say this politely, rather normal-looking guy named Kyle. All it said was, I like dick pics too. It made her laugh. It was so disarming and cute. Maybe not cute, but it certainly was something. Candace wrote back easily. Should I be concerned? Winky's smiley emoji. Not at all, Kyle wrote back, nearly immediately. Well, not unless you hate wiener dogs. Within ten seconds... Kyle had sent her a picture with the caption, This is my Dickie. I love Dickie. It was a picture of a long-haired, amber-red-colored schnauzer wearing a hot dog Halloween costume, mustard and all. To be fair, he said, his full name is actually Richard, and yes, I am rather fond of pictures of him. Are you still concerned? Candace was in fits. She immediately felt like she could work with this. This carefree flirtation was exactly what she needed to break the ice and pave the way 
right into her bedroom. Okay, Kyle, you've got my attention. Your dickie is rather adorable, and I can see why you were so fond of him. I'd love to meet him sometime. Wow, very forward. I'm at work right now, but I'll see if he's interested when I get home, Kyle said. I'll wait with bated breath, Candace joked with a winky emoji. Till then, dot dot dot. Candace didn't know much about how Tinder worked, but she did know that if they both thought the other was cute and they had some semblance of superficial chemistry that could translate into the bedroom, she wasn't going to drag out this chatting business forever. If Kyle wrote back tonight, she was going to set up a time for coffee or dessert or drinks. What's the most efficient and least awkward pre-coital date with a stranger, she wondered. Candace didn't have to wonder for long. By 4 p.m. that day, she had another note from Kyle. Okay, I was bluffing, it read. I already know Dickie would love to meet you. He's a sucker for pretty blondes. How about we meet for happy hour drink tonight? I need to vet you before I bring you home to meet him. In the meantime, here's an exclusive sneak peek just for you. It was a slightly blurry, faraway snap of Kyle, lined up with a healthy mix of casually dressed men and women, posing with hammers and shovels and drills in front of what appeared to be a half-constructed home. Judging by the contextual clues... He ran a ragtag group of oddly dressed construction workers, or this had been some type of Habitat for Humanity build. Candace didn't know why he sent the picture. I'm not interested in getting to know you this well and on this level, Kyle. She had to admit, though, he did look so cute in his Henley and rolled up sleeves, and she always was a sucker for men in gray sweats, for obvious reasons. Wait. Wait a minute. Candace pinched the screen and zoomed in on Kyle's gray sweats. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Or should I say, dong, dong, dong. Candace muttered an apology to herself for the internal monologue dong joke and took it as yet another sign to get out and have a normal date with a presumably normal human. There it was in all of its splendor. Kyle... Standing oblivious with a dumb yet endearing smile plastered across his face, in his thin gray sweats, holding a hammer in one hand while another crept down his leg. I call this picture a series of unfortunate events, Kyle said. It was a work fundraiser. The wind caught me at the wrong moment and my comfy pants betrayed me. This was published in the work newsletter before anyone noticed. They pulled it immediately, obviously, but they only took one photo and the build organizer has been salty with me ever since. Judy in accounting, on the other hand, has brought me a warm homemade muffin by my office every Friday after, so it's not all bad. Candace had never laughed and felt aroused at the same time before, and she was impressed at how suave and clever Kyle had been about this. Cunning approach, she thought. It worked. Well, Kyle, I hope you got promoted after this, and I also appreciate your investment in pre-screening potential dicky acquaintances, Candace wrote. I'm at my downtown office today, so there are endless bars close by where we could meet. How about the Metro Lounge around 6? I'm just finishing up some 
things first. What Candace was actually finishing up was chaotically planning a strategy to make her work pants less frumpy, how to freshen up her eight-hour-old makeup without turning herself into a crispy, crusty, flaky-skinned spider-eyed maniac, and where she'd ever find powder on such short notice to soak up enough of the sitting-all-day stank in her nether regions to even make a difference. Not to mention orchestrating how to do all of this while coming off as effortlessly casual, fresh, and supple when walking into a hotel lobby bar at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. All in the name of Dickie, she moaned. I'll meet you at the bar, said Kyle, adding after a short pause. I'm wearing schlumpy office clothes. I apologize in advance. I'm sure you're fine, Kyle. See you then. And thanks for making this feel so effortless. She really meant it, too. Kyle wasn't used to things moving so quickly on Tinder. He usually would overanalyze or overthink everything. He'd never allow himself to go on a date in work clothes without a pit stop at home first to freshen up and panic about all the things that could go wrong. But someone once told him the definition of insanity was doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And he certainly didn't consider himself crazy. And more so than that, he was sick and tired of his current rut. Work was great. Richard was great. His family, friends, and health were fine. And while he didn't feel a huge drive or desire to have a relationship, nor did he have the best track record at this, to be honest, he did certainly miss having regular sex with a good woman. Most of these girls he had been meeting on Tinder were false advertising. Long, boring conversations in which he feigned an interest often led to three to five dates with very little action. Double disappointing. Then, they all wanted relationships and were hurt when he didn't. He couldn't do it anymore. He pledged to be different with the next one, and Candace was sending all of the right signals. Plus, she laughed at his dicky jokes. Plus, she was easy on the eyes. Plus, she was sweet. He doesn't know how he knew this from the incredibly brief interaction they had online, but her final message to him felt so surprisingly genuine, and it pinged a happy little nerve in his chest. He loved how spontaneous she was and really hoped she came as advertised. Interesting and interested in sex. Part 1. Chapter 3. Metro Lounge While dabbing away crotch sweat miraculously worked in her favor, Candace never was able to make her face look fresh or her pants look hip. She ended up using the gym change room in her office tower to start from scratch along with an emergency bag of clothes containing a stretch black leather high-waist skirt and a simple white racer back tank to tuck under, and her faux Burberry scarf elegantly draped across her shoulders. It worked, and Candace felt impossibly cute and dewy for 5.58 p.m. on a wintry Tuesday in Canada. Candace was so proud of her timing and made her way down the elevators and two blocks north to the Metro Lounge for 6.05 p.m. As she reached to push her way through this circular revolving door, it suddenly hit her that she had been so busy preening that she hadn't made time to worry. Furthermore, the date had been such short notice that she didn't spend a week thinking about what to wear or what not to say. The only thing left to do was to just be herself and enjoy it. 
This emotional, perfect storm swept like a wave through her chest, and she paused for the slightest second to take it all in before navigating her way to the bar. Metro Lounge was luxurious and dark inside, with rich mahogany wood and forest green paneled walls throughout. Her eyes were still adjusting, but they were immediately drawn toward a single male silhouette with his back facing her near the end of the bar. She took a chance and made her way toward him. Halfway there, the man turned to glance at the front entrance, caught eyes with Candace, and shot her a warm, toothy grin. Kyle got up from his bar stool to greet her. Wow, Candace, he said, reaching out to shake her hand, gently cupping both in a very presidential manner. You look beautiful. Uh, now I really apologize again for my schlumpy work clothes, he trailed off. Kyle was in a fitted white polo, tucked into thick navy denim Levi's, and a brown leather belt. If this was schlumpy, she pondered. He filled out the clothes perfectly, and Candace couldn't help but take a second glance at his thick bicep when he reached forward for the greeting. Oh, not at all, Candace blushed. Besides, I use work as an excuse to get dressed up. I'm just glad you gave me an opportunity to wear this skirt outside of my office for once. Please sit down, Kyle rushed as he pulled out the bar stool for Candace. I've got the bartender bringing us two glasses of Malbec. I hope you don't mind my presumption. Oh, that's so kind. You, you read my mind. Thank you. Candace was grateful for the gesture. She couldn't remember the last time she had someone order for her or take the weight of a decision, however small, off her plate. As Candace adjusted herself onto the bar stool, she couldn't help but notice how impossibly adorable Kyle was. He was clearly mid-thirties, with dark, wavy, medium-length hair and big hazel eyes. He was big. But that's it for the distinguishing features. He actually reminded her of the kind of men they cast as husbands on made-for-TV rom-coms, the kind that look average or familiar enough to blend into the background. The kind that, when you give them a cursory glance on screen, no real distinguishing features help them stand out. However, if you met him in real life and got close enough to deconstruct, study, and reassemble his features, you'd be stunned by him. The Paul Rudd kind. Did that make sense? Candace collected herself and swiveled her chair to face Kyle. She was happy to note that despite not doing this for quite some time, she felt so confident and at ease. Most importantly, she felt a charge between their bodies already that would surely make this date go even smoother. Thank you again for setting this up. And so quickly. I don't think I'm well suited for the endless Tinder banter. Kyle jumped in. Eh, it hasn't worked in my favor either. Besides... This kind of feels like a thrilling blind date, doesn't it? I know nothing about you. I guess that's true, Candace smirked. Well, in keeping with the theme of directness, I could give you the Candace for Dummies rundown. Kyle let out a very sexy deep laugh and maneuvered with his hands for her to continue. Candace felt strange about laying all of her cards on the table but she also didn't want to waste her precious time with someone who wasn't on the same path as her. 
no matter how cute he was. She had bent her values and what she wanted for men out of comfort and convenience before, but at this stage in her life, she wasn't willing to compromise any longer. Well, it's a little strange to be telling a stranger all of this, but to be honest, Kyle, I'm just a very busy person. I have such a happy and fulfilled life with work and friends, but it would be nice to... She trailed off. Candace felt herself getting shy and vulnerable as she prepared to drop the bomb. Well, quite frankly, it would be nice to have some fun in there as well. As she coyly and jokingly raised her eyebrows on the word fun to lighten the topic, she urgently added, I have to be clear here, I really don't want a relationship or any of the things that come along with it. And I'm sorry if that's a deal breaker for you, I just want reliable and safe fun. And preferably with someone who would want some carefree and lighthearted dates to build a charge beforehand? Ah, you want to be friends with benefits, Kyle happily asserted. Sure, Candace assented, I, I guess. To be honest, I'm struggling with the idea myself. I've never done this before. Can it be done? She asked, almost rhetorically. Well, Kyle winked, one can try. Kyle didn't seem freaked by her admission at all. Quite the opposite, in fact. Candace found him to be delightfully curious and engaged. I did get a bit of that vibe from your profile. But you never really know until you meet someone. Kyle lifted his glass, tilted it slightly in Candace's direction, and initiated a light cheers. To like-minded people and, quickly lifting his eyebrows a couple times, fun. Candace was swept with laughter, relief, and adrenaline. The chemistry between herself and Kyle was throbbing, and they had only spent a few moments together. She knew right then and there that she didn't need to know much more about Kyle, or his life, or values, or goals. Their date was lighthearted and fun enough to generate that key charge she was looking for, yet superficial enough to remain safely distanced from the dreaded relationship zone. Kyle finished his sip of wine and continued, I admire how you know exactly what you were looking for, Candace, even if it's nothing that you're hoping to find. He paused. I'm not really sure why I'm on Tinder. I think I'm just bored. I'm certainly not looking for a commitment. I have too many of those already. But also, Kyle grunted, putting on a super macho mocking voice, a man's gotta eat. They both laughed and Kyle continued, No, but truly, I'm just looking for a little fun too, Candace. I just want to laugh with someone and have it be fun and exciting. Candace was having a great time and hanging on every word Kyle said. She had leaned in a little while Kyle was talking and couldn't help but stare into his eyes as he spoke. Candace didn't know how someone could be so full of life and easygoing, yet there was something behind his eyes that felt tired and resigned. Kyle spoke animatedly with his hands as he tried to explain to her what he was hoping to get from dating on Tinder, and with each gesture he wafted his soft, spicy, sweet, and woodsy cologne in her direction. She kept leaning in, 
millimeter by millimeter, an almost indiscernible amount from one moment to the next, in a desperate yet controlled attempt to catch the scent. How long had it been since she was this close to a man, a potential suitor, no less? Candace started to realize it was these moments, the build, the anticipation, the charge that she craved, not just the act itself, but the greedy moments that led to it as well. With that realization, Candace was determined to slow down and soak up every moment of this encounter, to breathe him and the opportunity he represented in. Kyle paused his animated gesticulating and probed Candace a little further. Okay, cutie, if you had your way and could craft a checklist of what you wanted out of this, out of someone, what would it look like? Well, Candace pondered, it would have to be easy and fun, familiar, but not too familiar. It couldn't just be all booty calls either, as I think that would get tired for me. It would be all of the best stuff out of dating, with no expectations or long-term commitments. None of the stuff that takes the fun out of it. No worrying about meeting friends or family or where this is going or fighting over finances, she trailed off. I'd offer fun, laughter, and sex. I'd expect the same in return. What about you? If you could craft the perfect outcome, what would it be? Kyle was still processing what she had just said. I don't know how any man in his right mind could pass that up, especially not coming from someone like you. Kyle switched from serious to jokester on a dime, swiveled around on his chair animatedly, asking nobody in particular, Am I in candid camera? Are y'all pranking me here? He turned back to Candace with a wink and a cheeky grin. What an arrangement. So, Candace coyly whispered. All joking aside, do you think Dickie would approve? Part 1, Chapter 4, Kyle Kyle took a seat at the very nearly empty bar and looked around. He had never been here before, but had he been, it's exactly what he would have recommended for a first date. It was warm, rich, and cozy, and the overall atmosphere made him feel relaxed and sexy. Candace really knew what she was doing, didn't she? He noticed his favorite Malbec on the menu and took it upon himself to order for both of them. If she doesn't like this, she clearly has poor taste and I won't waste my time, he joked to himself. Plus, he thought, more wine for me. There wasn't a moment in Kyle's life where he wasn't weaving humor into his conversations, internal or otherwise. It sometimes rubbed girls the wrong way. Scratch that. It usually rubbed girls the wrong way. But he wasn't interested in those women anyway. He didn't know what to expect out of Candace, but he hoped she at least had a sense of humor. A couple of minutes passed, and Kyle started to worry. He checked his phone. 6.04. Nothing to be too concerned about, Kyle. She almost certainly didn't show up, see you in your work jeans, and immediately go the opposite way. Worse, it's even 
less likely that she's a catfish, right? A picture like that, paired with a profile like hers, plus she liked Richard, it's almost too good to be true, isn't it? Kyle swiveled around to see if any of his friends were hiding behind newspapers in the corner of the bar, doubled over in laughter at his delusional naivete, when... Jesus, that's her. Kyle was so busy preparing himself for the letdown that he failed to prepare himself for Candace actually showing up. A surge of electricity shot through his torso and lit up his face. She was such a presence walking toward him, a golden mixture of grace, confidence, and coy. To be frank, Kyle had little expectations from this rather rushed and spontaneous date. However, within a few moments of meeting Candace, or was it the first second he saw her, he knew he was onto the thing he didn't even realize he was looking for. This beautiful woman was somehow interested in being fuck buddies? No. Scratch that. She was interested in something even better than that. She wanted to be fun fuck buddies? She wanted to sponge up and gorge on all of the good parts of a relationship while squeezing out all of the bad shit? No strings attached. Just have fun. Just have fun? Candace, will you marry me? Wait, no. No jokes like that, Kyle. As forward and direct as Candace was about what she wanted, Kyle was taken by how gingerly and coyly she presented the information. She was dangling a carrot in such a way that it was just out of reach, but he still knew he could take a wee bite if he just chased it far enough. He didn't know how she managed to strike such a tantalizing balance of coy and inviting, but he appreciated her approach and how it made space for him to participate. This ends Faking It, Part 1. If you are interested in tagging along on Candace and Kyle's first date and curious about how the evening will end, please subscribe to my content, send me a message, or leave a review. Most importantly, if you want your own short story written and recorded on Write My Romance, please contact me at writemyromancepodcast at gmail.com. That is W-R-I-T-E, my romance podcast at gmail.com. I really enjoy the process of bringing these stories to you, and I sincerely appreciate you taking the time to listen.